From Queensland, this is VK4WIA and the weekly Q News Amateur Radio News Service. The text edition is available by contacting Q News at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Jeff Emery, VK4ZPP, and I've been thinking. Well, here it is already. The autumn season that used to herald the cooler weather as we rotated into winter. The Bureau of Meteorology has released its quarterly outlook, and we can expect weather that is likely to be drier than our summer, but still giving us warmer nights than usual. For the night owl operators, that might suggest a further degree of discomfort or comfort, depending on individual locations. One thing we can do personally, or as part of a group activity, is make things. For many people starting off, there is the temptation to develop a first-name acquaintanceship with the bank manager to finance the biggest and best. What most of us should do is get our hands on some tools and cheap materials and put something together. There are many requests for the best antenna for a new operator, and there are a multiplicity of replies by the experts. Well, the self-appointed experts anyway. There is a ton of practical information to be had in the videos that increase in number on a daily basis. For my backyard, I have two aerials for shortwave. One is an off-centre-fed horizontal and the other a non-resonant vertical, and both have been built by me. Now, I'm not using the horizontal antenna, but the vertical does a good job for monitoring, and basically... It's a junk box special made from a salvaged fiberglass pole strapped to a tripod base. I did take the easy way out and used a commercial matching transformer, but for the sake of a bit of measuring and cutting and using a few cable ties, I have a perfectly usable antenna for minimal cost. This is the thing I'm talking about. These days we see many newcomers wanting to only use commercially made accessories and in Dodging the experience of making something, they are missing the opportunity to strengthen their learning. We've all seen the responses to questions that the only suitable antenna must be a resonant one. By experimenting with a non-resonant design, you can find what works at your QTH and what is the most effective for the style of operations that you take on. Being able to cheaply and quickly put together something as useful as antennas gives a sense of satisfaction and achievement too. Terminating feed lines is a skill that is mastered with a little practice, but at times buying in ready-made items might be more practical. If you're in a club, maybe you can suggest a project where a number of members can get together and decide at a time to share the building and testing. For many of us, a suitable squid pole will be the most expensive outlay but a club bulk buy can drop the costs considerably. Once you've completed one project, perhaps you can build into your club calendar a regular schedule for these practicals that put the book learning to good use. I'm Jeff Emery, and that's what I think. How about you? Hello, everyone. This is Graham VK4BB reminding you that today, being the first Sunday of the month, it's time for the Q News social calendar for VK4 to go to air. And clubs are welcome to submit text with audio for this section of Q News. In VK4, Gladstone Amateur Radio Club's barbecue happens March 9. Redcliffe and District's Redfest 
happens April 6. The WIA AGM will be held May 4 to 5 in Bundaberg. Parkfest in Bundaberg will also be held the 4th and 5th of May. Gold Coast Hamfest, October 13. The venue is still to be announced. From Queensland, this has been VK4WIA and the weekly Q News Amateur Radio News Service. We thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet text of this news is available by dropping a note to Q News at wia.org.au.